currently 48 degrees in Bedford, 50 in Roanoke and Lynchburg, 49 in Danville, 51 in Salem, 49 in Appomattox. 806 on the morning, Jim. Let me know when you're ready to do that story about the school. Uh, because I have a little Cheech and Chong set up for that. We'll do it now. Well, let's do it now, doggone it. For those of you that, like me, grew up listening to Cheech and Chong, you're going to remember this one. Sister Mary Catherine. So let's find out who you are. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, I didn't grow up listening to and then Cheech she and went, Chong. Thank you. <laughs> she had to do like eight times. I mean, they're like, hey, ma'am, hey, what's going on, man? You know, they're just totally ignoring the teacher. And she was a, and she was a, a nun. She was That's a unusual because, yes. you know, they're usually pretty, they, they run a tight ship there. Oh, ask little. my brother Jim. Well, he still has the bruises on his knuckles. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you who does not seem to be running a tight ship. That's New York University. Mm-hmm. Uh, their firing of Professor uh, Motlin Jones following student complaints about poor grades has lit a fuse under parents who say the lowering of academic standards in the U.S. is doing students no favors. Mm-hmm. Jones, an award-winning professor of organic chemistry, taught for four decades at Princeton Mm, before NYU. That's big stuff. Princeton University's dean of faculty credited him with pioneering a new way of teaching that emphasized problem-based learning over lecture memorizing and regurgitating facts. Mm. But last May, 82 of Jones's 350 NYU students signed a petition against him arguing that the course was too hard and blaming Jones for their poor test scores. Oh, dog, it's just so hard out there. I can't deal with it. It's chemistry. Right. It's supposed to be hard. Right. Organic chemistry has an infamous reputation in the academic world for its rigorous subject matter, which is why it's impressive if you do well. If you make it, yeah. We're very concerned about our scores and find that they are not an accurate reflection of the time and effort we put into this class, the petition read. Mm. We urge you to realize that a class with such a high percentage of withdrawals and low grades has failed to make students' learning and well-being a priority and reflects poorly on the chemistry department as Mm. well as the institution as a whole. Maybe you're just too dumb to be in the class. How about that? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you're just too dumb or too lazy. Maybe Maybe it's too much social media. And dumb. Right. Well, true. Maybe it's a, you know, maybe you're a double threat. (laughs) Uh, Jones reportedly made accommodations for his students, including attempts to make his exams easier, told the university that the pandemic had exacerbated the students' already apparent lack of focus. University deans terminated his contract Hmm. before the start of the fall semester. Wow. The class also offered to review students' grades and allow them to withdraw from the class retroactively. Yeah. They say this situation raises several questions about the state of academics for Gen Z, including whether universities should ease pressure on students in the wake of the pandemic and how universities should respond to the increasing number of complaints by students against professors. Maybe you should borrow the sign that's in my office that says, put on your big girl panties and deal with it. I swear I'm beginning to think that (laughs) my high school education Mm -hmm. was the equivalent of any college education 
Uh, probably more so. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, I should probably have a master's at this point. Right. You know, if you went to college at all, you just like jump for Call me doctor. That's Dr. Rose to you. Dr. Rose. Um, I can't believe that that they that this guy got fired. And I can't. And, and then their statement amongst the backlash, NYU defended its decision to let Jones go, saying he simply wasn't successful. <laughs> Okay, so success success is how many kids you can push through the system and give them a a passing grade. Without getting a complaint. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Because there may have been Hmm. 80 people in the class. Right. Was it 80 people, I think they said? That signed a petition, yeah. Yeah, 82 signed the petition, but he had 350 students. I mean... Mm. Considering the pandemic, I don't think that's too bad. Right. We are just, I will say this again and again and again. It's like people are afraid of their kids. Like they're afraid of having their love withdrawn somehow. Mm. Mm -hmm. You will get out of children what you expect to get out of them. Period. If you coddle and hover, Mm. they're they're never going to be okay on their own and that's your job it'll be a train wreck it's your job to Mm -hmm. give equip them right embolden them to Mm -hmm. be able to take on whatever comes don't make excuses right but to change things Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. those of us who have prepared our children i think are going to see that those are going to be the leaders in the future right because these others are just going to ball up in a corner Mm -hmm. make excuses and gripe and complain right and at some point we're going to have to stop catering to this mess because we can't survive it right no we can't i mean do you want it's like your your pilot flying your commercial airline or your doctor do you want them to be an average student no i want i want the top you of the want class the best of the best i want the best they have they literally have my life in their hands and they couldn't get organic chemistry but yeah. i'm opening up your chest and we'll right. operate on you Right, so we, you know, we want to dumb that down to a, uh, well, you they, know, if you can win the game of operation that we played as a kid. Okay, you pass. <laughs> uh, too hard. Oh, Take well. the batteries out. <laughs> Another dead patient. Uh, oh my word. Yeah. Do you ha- have a way in on this? Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. We'd love to hear from you uh, about. Well, we it. already know from Doctor Harb what, right. from a month and a half ago. When he talked about all the equity stuff they're putting in there, they're they're more concerned about equity mm-hmm. in the system and and betting it. They're baking it in to the system when they should be learning organic chemistry. As a matter of fact, I think it was organic chemistry that that actually um, kind of told my wife, you know, I don't know uh, if I want to be a doctor, right? And and she and not that you can't be smart to be a nurse. She's a nurse practitioner now, but it it's tough. It is tough stuff, as it should be, because right. it's it's it's, it's supposed to be tough. It's not simple stuff. Uh, I I will share this as a last thought. Cornell Law Professor William Jacobson cited this NYU incident and the trend towards equity learning mm-hmm. in his take on the collapse of academic standards. 
We are witnessing a collapse in merit standards throughout academia with movements to eliminate the SATs and LSATs from admissions, together with the sort of lowering of academic standards that took place when the NYU chemistry course Jacobson told Fox News Digital. Mm -hmm. This collapse may be partially blamed on the pandemic switch to remote learning, but the fundamental problem is much deeper. Right. In the name of equity... We are demonizing achievement Mm -hmm. and taking an everybody-gets-a-trophy attitude, even in STEM. Wow. A campus culture that focuses on the feelings of students is becoming incapable of holding standards. The implications for the future of the country are serious, as we are or will be graduating students who elsewhere in the world would simply flunk out. When when all hell breaks loose... This thir- is a national thirty-one trillion dollars. Something's going to go bad. These people aren't going to make it. Right? They're going to crawl up into a corner with what battery they have left they won't all. on their phones. Not all of no, them. No, not all of right. them. But the ones that are being getting the trophy and they're never being challenged. Because guess what? Life is a challenge. Right. It's a challenge. Let's take it on. Let's I, not go in the corner and and. That's one of the reasons I get so frustrated with the uh, the prophecy. Uh, preaching mm-hmm. that you see, right? Where you know, if you if you pray for good things, you put up your wishing boards, and right. and you you know, uh, well, and even you know, I've got a huge problem with the the Texas guy. Um, oh, Mister Smiley Face, Mister Smiley. I yeah. I don't I don't do Olson. Yeah, Olstein. Olstein. Um, Joel. Because this whole this whole thing of if you follow jesus your life is going to be right. easy and you're going to nope. have all the money you need and you're that not one point in god's word do we see people who really make a difference have an easy way not you give me one character who had an easy way mm-hmm. in the bible that really made a difference i don't care if you're talking about uh david right. or if you're talking about uh, uh jesus yeah. or jonah Jer- yeah jeremiah jeremiah Peter, any, all these guys. any of them paul and then and then and the women you know, woman after woman mm-hmm. is depicted. These were not people who had easy lives. Nope. They were overcomers. Yep, they were. And uh, and and they they made it because of that relationship uh, with God. But it wasn't easy. So nope. this whole mentality of things are supposed to be easy, and we're not supposed to face any obstacles or be able to be overcomers. Mm, that's a problem, folks. No Absolutely. doubt about it. Eight sixteen here on the morning jam. Our phone number. You make the toast. We'll bring the jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Oh, my. Me, oh, my, oh, on the bio. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, just based on our conversation. I, I, have, to, I have to play this uh, real quick. Don't okay. even think about looting. Don't even think about taking advantage of people in this vulnerable uh, situation. And you can have people you know, bringing boats into some of these islands and trying to ransack people's homes. Um, I can tell you, in the state of Florida, uh, you never know what may be lurking behind somebody's home. And I would not want to chance that if I were you, given that we're a Second Amendment state. Well, that's Ron DeSantis talking about the looters, and I have to tell you, I got an update from my from my nephew. 
yesterday. And he went to Orlando, his company. He works for Pepsi. He's uh-huh. a truck driver. And they sent him to Orlando to, to beat out the storm. And then he went back across the state to Newport Ritchie, where, where, where we grew up. And he's with his mom right now because they're thinking 30 to 60 days before the power comes back on. They're not sure when they're going to go back. Thankfully, their house was not damaged terribly. The winds, uh, you know, ripped off a bunch of shingles and debris uh, coming down their street, damaged their other vehicle. But he said, Uncle Mark, he said the looting started, I mean, immediately. immediately. And And that uh, happens here, too. I mean, we had it happen in Elon when uh, when that hit. I mean, that is literally the lowest life form. Yeah. Yeah. When you've got things like that going on. And DeSantis, he says about the legal aliens that are looting. He says they shouldn't even be here at all. Oh, gosh. So, uh, yeah. So Someone's uh, grumpy. Well. And not getting their... Got not getting their sleep in. Yeah, well, if they're if they're illegal aliens, I don't think they should be there at all either. I so, agree. Uh, I agree with it's that. It's just uh, whatever. Life hack Thursday on the morning jam. Morning jam. Well, we love Life Hack Thursday because we learn a lot of things uh, during that. Uh, for some of us who lose our cell phones. <coughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um. I hear you. Well, I mean, you have. Things I hear you that have that help you, right? Oh yeah, I have those little tiles that and, help and me. So find what do you do things. when you when you lose your cell phone? What do you do? Well, problem is the cell phone is the thing that ah that you, okay. talks to the tiles to send out the little jingle. So if I lose the phone, I'm I'm then in, you're really in I'm hot in, water. I'm in deep doo doo. Okay, <laughs> well, losing your cell phone, especially if it's a smartphone, can be very distressing. Right. Uh, after a few minutes of searching, you may start to mentally calculate how much it's going to cost you to replace that right uh before you give up try a website like where's my cell phone oh you enter your phone number and click make it ring did you know about this i did not know about this yep but what if you have it on silent like mine is most of the time because i do this radio show if you left your phone to set on vibrate you may need to try this a few times okay they say for the best results, just carry your laptop with you and make several calls. Um, oh, God. yeah! It is possible to hear a phone rings on vibration mode, uh, though it does take that does take much more work, right, uh, to do that. But apparently, there's several things out there uh, that that can help you if you don't have somebody in the house. Let's say, I mean, some days I'm like, well, I just I'll need call. to get Buddy a phone, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> my wife would say, "Call my phone." And I think I think my ringtone is a motorcycle engine revving up because we used to we used to have one. So. Uh, your wife says I think the tile on the fob on his key ring can alert the tile attached to his phone, but Mark is anti key fob. He's probably one of these guys like my dad who was like, "That's too heavy for your switch. You don't want to carry all that stuff on your on your keys. It's too just too darn heavy." Are you that guy? You are. Aren't you? I, I, I I can tell by looking at you. You are. I have my fob, okay? I, t- I tell my wife, look, you know, use your fob when you have to. Don't use it all the time because there's going to be that time where you absolutely need it and you've wore the darn thing out. That's all I have is a fob. Well. I mean, and the, my fob has a key in it. Okay. For emergencies. Okay. So some of us, that's all we have. Right. So there. Anyway, uh, uh, where's my cell phone? Could be an app that could be useful to you if you, like me, have a tendency to misplace your phone. Okay, so it's where's my cell phone? On occasion. 
So, I don't know. Okay. All right. I'm still arguing with Dale. Oh, about what? Tom Cruise. Oh, I thought you were still white They're chocolate. trying to ruin, well, yeah. They're trying to ruin my, uh, my, my childhood Tom Cruise memory. Oh, were you? That I loved. Well, I brought up the whole tidy whitey thing. And, you know, that's where Tom Cruise slid across the doorway. Yeah. With his and socks. And I had to verify. We On this show, we try really hard to verify. And yeah, we want to make sure we're accurate. Accurate. That's so right. So she had to watch the video. Correct. With good time And then he called me a dirty old man. I'm like, Cruise is older than I am. How am I a dirty old woman <laughs> then? Um, so so it's, the re- anyway. it's, it's the reverse of a cougar. What's, what's a... I don't is know. Is that a gold digger? Or, I don't know. Oh, oh what? well, no, see, old Tom Cruise, I'm not a, as right. big of a fan, although I love Maverick. So you'd be a cougar in this case. He's very, no. Well, I mean, if you're going for the younger Tom Cruise at your age, not that you're older or anything, I'm just saying. Well, okay, we need to stop this conversation. Because <laughs> he's older than I am. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, but, you're, but, you're, but you're saying, I admire the young Tom Cruise and yeah, not the older Tom yes, Cruise. Yes. Yeah, but that's not because of looks, that's because he's a wackadoodle. Right. So well, he's not as. I heard he left. That he left the. He uh, hasn't left the Church of Scientology. No, he's he still great. He's still just a nut bird. He just hasn't aged well at all, mm-hmm. and he's just become kind of a nut bird in all of his success. Well, you know, I but think, he's a nut bird that has aged well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he he's the new. Uh, what is it? Mission Impossible. I think he's doing one more of those. Oh, if I'm Lord. not mistaken. I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be like. You know, Sean Connery at some point. Mission Impossible. Will he be able to collect his Social Security? Yeah. (laughs) Not if he falls off that plane wing, he won't. At $31 trillion, maybe not. (laughs) Hey, we want to remind you that we did put up some information on our Facebook page about the fall foliage report. If you're wanting to take in a fall drive, Mm -hmm. uh, we put a link to a website that shows you tour maps of the best places to go on any given weekend. Right. Um, Now, it looks like you know, the upper part of the state mm-hmm. is getting near peak, and some parts of southwest Virginia uh, are doing really well. Uh, our area um, is is pretty much minimal right now. Well, my brother and his wife are coming in for that specific thing, so I'm hoping it hits at the right time. Well, they need to go to our Facebook page and look that up. Yeah. Uh, it looks like our area is going to be the, the strongest October 15th through the 25th. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be our prime Oh, well, that's the window they're going to be Well, there. then they are doing... So they're, they're in good shape. Uh, then they've made a good choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to see that, you can check it out by uh, by going to our Facebook page and, and checking that out that way. I will do so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we do have this story. This has been... This is an, an, an important story for you. Okay, for me. Texas in. Oh. <laughs> I hope... Uh-huh. T, are you listening? 87 years in business, they're getting ready to celebrate. On Tuesday, the legendary eatery is celebrating by serving 1,500 people, 15 at a time, with 87-cent hot dogs. Oh. How about that? That's that's pretty cool. That is good. Uh, in an effort to make a positive impact during the ongoing inflation woes facing mm-hmm. Virginia... Uh, Texas Inn owner Dave Saunders says he wants to show his appreciation for the generations of loyal customers that has kept his restaurant a staple since 1935. Well, there you go. The Inflation Buster 87-cent hot dogs, limit six per person, <laughs> will be offered on Tuesday from 8 until 7. Okay. I have to laugh because, I mean, I don't know if I've ever eaten six hot dogs, even in my heyday of eating. 
Now I can. I bet you I can down four of them without buns. Now, you know. I Why just would eat. you want to do that? The whole glory of a hot dog is all the stuff that goes on the well, hot dog. Well, I, I know. I know. He says, as a restaurant owner, I know firsthand how crazy food prices have become. Yeah. It's tough for everybody. So for our 87th birthday, we want to make sure everybody can bust their hunger without busting their wallets. Texas Inn has locations in Lynchburg on Main Street and Cornerstone. I know something you're going to bust, and that's your gut. And then there's a Harrisonburg location now. No way. On Main Street, yep. How about that? Well, good for you. Yeah, pretty cool. Go Tea Room. So what do you eat on your hot dog? Uh, I, I put relish, ketchup, and mustard, and onions. That's it. I'll do a chili dog, too, but I'll just do chili and onions then. But See, if I'm a chili slaw girl. Okay, yeah, or, I've, I've done the slaw, or too. Or mustard onions. Okay. Yeah, I gotta have uh, I gotta have relish if I'm doing a straight hot dog. With Regular relish or hot dog relish? Oh, oh, oh! Because there's sweet relish, but then there's well, hot dog relish. It's not sweet. It's I always have... use the sweet relish on mine. Okay. Yeah, because I like it's like sweet pickles. Hot dog relish is, uh, I mean, the one that's called hot dog relish actually right. has a look a little mustard in it. So. Yeah, yeah, that's sweet anyway, relish. But it's like next it. Tuesday if you want to take that in. Next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, we've got uh, we got WDBG seven on we the do. way here yeah, in just yeah. a second. Uh, several things that they're going to be covering for us this morning. Yeah, Kimberly McBroom is going to talk about Councilman Robert Jeffries from Roanoke. He is uh, well, he could be released on bond. Four thousand unemployment insurance claims. The VEC possibly compromised. She's going to talk about that. And then this story in Henry County, where the man uh, was, you know. They did a search in his house. I assume they had a warrant. I'm sure they did. They found bombs and weapons. She's going to talk about that as well. And then we'll have a forecast for you. Coming out of uh, all that, Jen and I will have a couple stories. And CBS News Brief will kick it all off on this Thursday. Fifty-two degrees in Lynchburg, fifty in Bedford, fifty-one in Roanoke, fifty-three in Salem, fifty-two in Danville, fifty-two in Appomattox. I, I hit a panic mode yesterday because oh. I'm like, I got to get some of my fall stuff out mm-hmm. at right. this point. Right. It's, it's it's time. Yeah, I think I've fallen prey to all those people and on social media saying, "Don't fall for it. Second <laughs> summer's coming. Don't fall for it. Get it." <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about. The tea room and the western that I would love to have today, but, uh, but I'm not going. This to. This is why you don't go to uh, to food stories with this guy right here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh mercy. So do mark your calendar. Well, yeah, yeah, for next Tuesday, up to six. And uh, anyway, Appalachian Power offering some tips to uh, help you lower your bills, but they're also offering now a monthly plan. They're calling it AMP. Average monthly plan, which helps customers avoid those high fluctuations that you might see in the wintertime. The program takes the average over 12 months, allowing the customer to play to pay a more levelized bill, which works out good if you're trying to do a budget. But with inflation, budgets are hard right now. I'm sorry. Budgets are hard. I'm, uh, yeah. I want to quit. I think no. AEP is, they're mean. No, I don't think <laughs> budgets really are hard right now. <laughs> yeah. AEP also offering a free home energy assessment will, that will help home, homeowners. I can't get this out today. I'm just, I got Westerns on my mind. Anyway, um, <laughs> home energy assessments will help homeowners who uh, want to look for better ways to save energy and lowering their bills. Uh, you know, like I said in the first hour, 
Turn off the lights. I will just tell you this. Just just be cautious mm-hmm. when it comes to going in and having some of these energy assessments. I'm using quotation marks right, right. now. Um, because lots of times what they'll try to do is they'll try to put in a, a smart thermostat. And oh, well, we don't want that. You've right, got to, Dale, along with white chocolate. You've got to remember that those smart thermostats, uh, they, they're going to sell it to you as, oh, it's easy for you to control. It's also easy for them to control. Absolutely. So just know what you're signing up for. Yeah, yeah. And they may, they may look at your, you know, 1958 stove and I'm say. I'm not saying that's what they're going to do. Right, I'm just no, saying I, be I aware so. of it. They're going to probably look at the appliances and see what you have plugged into the wall. We have things that are running all the time that, that don't necessarily need to be running and not that, at our that, house you need you know, a, you need my mark at your house yeah and i mean i don't I he mean, would go through it there and go blunk, blunk, yeah blunk. i mean don't even leave your little power supplies plugged in because they say that can still pull power out phantom power phantom power. is what it takes yes, that's what i could use today crews responded to a fire at a mobile home early uh this morning in the 100 block of Bubba Lane. I did not know there was a Bubba Lane. Really? In Madison Heights. Bubba Lane. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's where all those rich people live. You know, the ones that were in that picture for attorneys in Madison it, Heights. Yeah, if you're just joining us, there was clickbait and it showed these people wearing $500,000 worth of clothes and jewelry. And, <laughs> and it was listing all the top uh, lawyers, lawyers in, in Madison, Madison Heights. Heights. I don't even know that there are that many lawyers in Madison oh, Heights. For- I mean, there are some, but <laughs> right. anyway. Uh, Again, we digress. Turn your mic off so I can get through the story. (laughs) According to a man who lives in the home, he and two other people did make it out safe. Uh, They say the fire happened around 430 in the morning. They did confirm that three people, two dogs and multiple cats got out without uh, injury. Uh, According to public safety, the home is unlivable and the American Red Cross will be assisting the family. Continue. I'm sorry, I was thinking of Now what, you need to be ready with your story. I am ready, but I, Are I, you? I... Well, I was having visions of grandeur phantom westerns. What a phantom western would t- taste like without the calories. Uh, a nine-year-old Virginia boy earned an unusual Guinness World Record when he became the youngest person at nine to have his wisdom teeth removed. Can you imagine at age nine? This, this kid uh, is probably going to go on to do great things because they came in early maybe mm. he's going to be wise uh this young man's but that didn't feel good <laughs> uh ryan uh scarpelli's orthodontist dr kelly morgan of Morthan morgan orthodontics noticed that the boy had wisdom tooth and a molar growing on top of each other in his upper left side of his mouth and uh you know they waited a little while and they, they had this done. So I guess in all likelihood, the orthodontist's name will enter into the Guinness World Book of Records as well for doing the surgery. I remember having mine taken out. I was in mm, my me too. I was in my thirties. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. I was in my thirties, early thirties. Yeah, I was I was younger. You were younger. Yeah, well I, I fought it for a while. You know. Your your wisdom came late <laughs> to the party. When, I got it. Okay. When my, when, it, it just became apparent when the overbite got so bad that I couldn't eat a Western without getting it all over myself. Wow. You're still kind of like that. You've had them removed. I don't understand. Liberty University welcomed Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears to speak yes, at convocation. Did. And she touched on the importance of faith to students. She said that her faith has been imperative in her life 
and should remain at the forefront of students' lives. She started her speech by mentioning her family's immigration to America from Jamaica when she was just six years old. And she said students at LU have much to be thankful for. Thank God that you're here getting the education that you need so you can launch into this world that the Lord has given us, she Mm -hmm. said. She also touched on how her faith centers her life now and into the future. She said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Mm. She said, it's about following God where he calls you, regardless of what he commands. Faith is, did you obey? She said, Mm. she uh, touched on her loss in 2004, running for Congress, said that uh, loss was a success because she obeyed God's calling on her run, even if it was to lose. Mm -hmm. She said that what this life on earth is about, whether we obey God's calling on us. She also touched on the important call to her when it came to running for lieutenant governor. When I was done with politics, I was done, but God had other ideas. Mm. Today, she says she knows she wouldn't be here without them. Stick to him, she said. He's a good friend. He's a good dad. He will never leave you, never forsake you, never leave you twisting in the wind. Wow. Great words from her. I love her. Man, a lot. Yeah, she's just so amazing yeah she is well we we want to remind you that um she's going to be at tresca on 8th today i believe at three o'clock three thirty. if you want to go downtown and uh, get a chance to meet her there's an event down there that she's going to be part of and uh, we so, did an interview last week yeah we did we did with them if you want to go and catch that on soundcloud mm-hmm. you can his name i it slipped was the group he was with <laughs> it's all well it came so quickly to me Last week, I mean, he reached out to me, I think, on Tuesday. We interviewed him on Wednesday. Um, and his name slips my mind. I apologize. Well, if you go to last Wednesday's uh, SoundCloud, yeah. you'll be able to uh, pull that information up. And then you'll be able to, um, you know, to get get more uh, information on that. And if you would like to see Winsome Sears, that would be a wonderful opportunity for you to be able to, mm-hmm. to check that out with her. Because... Uh, yeah, she's she's a pretty remarkable lady. I've seen some interviews on television, and she just, she rocks it. Mm-hmm. I mean, she really does rock it. And you can meet her down at Trescon 8. They're going to have, like, coffee and maybe a, some snacks and stuff. It's not a big... That's like, not why people are going there. That's, no, they're not going yeah. for that reason. They're, they're going down for other reasons. Your reason could be to meet Winsome Sears. Do mm-hmm. it today if you're in downtown Lynchburg. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at F&L Market. They're located on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices in check so you can keep your food bill in check. Uh, I keep F&L ham on hand all the time. Uh, I'll buy the the baked ham, I'll divide it up into portions, and I'll, uh, I'll do the the freezer bags uh, actually have a machine that will do that okay. uh, it really is a lifesaver when you want a quick delicious comfort meal like today's meal uh, which is a uh, creamy gnocchi with ham and peas i mean this meal comes together super fast and it is delicious start by going ahead and heating your broiler as you get the skillet ready uh, you're going to over medium heat add a little bit of butter your shallots your garlic your rosemary your salt and the pepper if you don't have a shallot you can use just a, a sweet onion that works 
works just fine. Use about half of that. Saute it until uh, the onion's softened, about 10 minutes. Then you're going to add in your ham. Saute that till it's warm through. Then you're going to make a roux with some uh, flour. Put that in there and just whisk it until uh, you've made your roux. And then you're going to pour in your cream and your chicken stock. Bring it to a simmer and stir it often for about five minutes. You're going to start getting that consistency you want. Then you're going to put in your Gruyere cheese and stir it until that's melted, uh, making sure to incorporate everything really well. Remove the pan from the heat. That's when you're going to stir in your cooked gnocchi and your peas. I like to use um, frozen peas because I like that bright green pop of color in this particular recipe. Uh, Then you're going to sprinkle the remaining uh, Gruyere and Parmesan on the top. Put it under the broiler and brown it for about five to seven minutes. What a delicious, just comfort food at its best. Uh, Check out the recipe by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share. Uh, And if you're looking for a particular recipe, you can go into that search box on that Facebook group page and uh, you can look it up and it'll even pull it up for you. So go check it out, join the group and we'll cook up some fun. Uh, Five and Nine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on fresh ground round, $3.98 a pound. Family pack assorted pork chops are $2.79 a pound. Save on family pack drumsticks or thighs, $1.49 a pound. Smithfield bacon, all varieties, $3.98 for a 12-ounce package. And in the produce department, save on fresh green peppers or cucumbers, $0.79 cents each. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. Well, we do have some life hacks. Bear sent me one. Oh, I was okay. uh, talking about how I use my sealer a lot to seal oh, up yeah, things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says, Janet, for those who don't have a vacuum sealer, they can use Ziploc bags by closing all but a fourth of an inch, emerging in water till all the air is out, then closing the bag. Don't allow that water in. Got to be quick. Huh. Okay. Wow. Look at you. Jeez. He's so great. Uh, here's a couple more before we uh, say goodbye to our life hacks today. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if you're... Uh, accidentally oversalt a dish okay which does happen on occasion and it can ruin Mm -hmm. a dish Mm -hmm. while it's still cooking you can drop in a peeled potato which will absorb it'll suck it up yeah wow Mm -hmm. uh don't throw out all that leftover wine (laughs) is there (laughs) that would be my wife's rule uh, yes leftover well because um, here's the thing. I don't drink red wine, but I cook with red wine. Okay. So sometimes I do have red wine left over. It's only going to last so long. Uh, right. Freeze it. Put it in ice cube trays and freeze it. There you go. So you can use it in another recipe. All right. 
that works for any kind of wine. It also works for broths and other sauces. Okay. I always freeze my chicken broth. Mm-hmm. After I uh, cook chicken up, I'll throw extra carrots and celery and onion okay. in there. Right. And uh, it makes a beautiful broth okay. that you get for free. So Absolutely. There you go. And here's one, one more. Okay. Uh, looking for a cure for headaches. Now, this one I haven't tried, but I'm going to. Take a lime, cut it in half, and rub it on your forehead. They say the throbbing will go away. Huh. If you have like one of those headaches. Okay. Interesting. All right. I like it. Yeah. Okay. 851. It's uh, the phone number is 866-916-3776. You're on the morning jam. Looks like we had a conference call there. I was talking, I was talking to the voicemail at the same time I was trying to talk to y'all. Oh, oh well, there you go. <laughs> Whatever uh, works. What, we found the fourth dimension. Anyway, uh, did y'all get? My, did you get my story I sent to you guys through the email? I did see where it came through yesterday. It was a little bit of a, yeah, a, of a bear, so I haven't. We'll look at it uh, when we get off the air today. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, would you uh, if, when you read it? Would you get it printed out and send it to me? Sure. Um, I need I need to get printed out when I, when I when I wrote that story years ago. Janet Bigney, the lady at the camp, she printed it up. She she typed it and wrote it for me and printed it out. But she lost it. She I tried to get it back. I wanted to, so I had to rewrite the whole story. Oh wow! <laughs> anyway, All right. Well, we'll see if but, we can't uh, take care of that for you. Okay. Okay. We're gonna have some fun doing these stories. I wanted to come to the story thing, but I'm gonna be going up to the mountains, uh, and I'm not gonna be able to make two trips in a week. Oh, I got you. This is Lester. Well, we'll have another okay. one, Lester. Yeah, we we'll, will. He's talking about the. Um, the event in December 10th, yeah, right? Yeah, we're doing a, 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 the second Saturday in December. Mm-hmm. We're going to be up at Second Street Theater uh, doing live from Rose Ridge. Yeah. And uh, that's based on where my family was from. Mm-hmm. And it was a ridge full of storytellers and musicians. Right. And uh, it's going to be a whole evening of of that. Uh, we're going to record the yeah, show and then we're going to make live. it available on a digital platform for right. you to listen to mm-hmm. at your convenience. And you can be a part of that. Wait, that means it's there forever. That does mean it's there Dang. forever. So don't screw it up. Okay. Um, so <laughs> we, okay. but we're going to have a lot of fun with that. We're going to do some radio dramas yes. there. Uh, I talked to Salty yesterday. And? And Salty's going to come. And, and oh, de- I've got some great plans for Salty. He's very excited. Oh, brother. He, oh, stop. Now, nice. listen, just... listen, you, you've got to be nice to him. I will. You better be. I will. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have salty claws. I'm pretty excited. Oh, but and but I'm telling you, tickets are going to be limited, and they are going to sell because that's gonna. I've got some great musicians coming mm-hmm. in. Uh, we're it's it's going to be funny. It's going to yeah. be poignant. It's going to be a great family show. So you're you're going to want to be a part of it. Uh, I know. If you have any questions, text us. I'll get you all My the details. My buddy Sawyer told me he heard salty on Tom. Sullivan show yesterday. Oh, well, was, was he pretty, on? He was jacked up. He said um, he was he was a little hyper yesterday. Yeah. I will say mm-hmm. uh, he said yes very quickly okay. when I asked wow. him. Uh, he's like, I don't, even, I don't even know what we're doing, but I'm in for you, Janet. <laughs> I'm like, oh lord, is he getting paid? Is he getting paid? Is this a paid gig? Is that why he said yes so quickly, or is it because Janet's there? It's because I'm there. Okay. I think he loves loves Janet. I told him he couldn't bring his Winnebago, though. (laughs) No Winnebago, please. So Parking lot's not big enough, I guess. Uh, Yeah, that's right. So I'm a little upset over this next story. Normally, I I try to keep it positive. All right. Um, 
some people are excited about it. I grew up on Scooby-Doo. Love Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some fans are oh, celebrating. No, they're not going woke, are they? Oh, they're going woke. Oh, crap. Um, Scooby-Doo has a member of the iconic mystery-solving cartoon gang mm-hmm. revealing she has a crush on another woman. Oh, Velma, the orange sweater-wearing gumshoe who famously can't see anything without her glasses, is apparently now a lesbian, well, if not at least bisexual. Okay, I'm not. I was going to comment, but I'm not. I will tell you that I I stopped. The only Scooby Doo allowed in our house is the the old Scooby Doo's, right? The original from the '60s, mm-hmm. because you know when I grew up, the whole thing was Scooby Doo was was uh, th- these were just people trying to do bad things, mm-hmm. but there was nothing to be afraid of because you're going to figure it out right. and right's going to win. Yep. That was the that was the premise mm-hmm. of, of Scooby-Doo, that right. and Scooby Snacks. Ah. That was the way that worked. Right. And, and so even though it was exciting to watch, at the end, it, it was basically, you know, and we would have gotten away with it too if it hadn't been for those rotten kids. So... <laughs> That's right. I stopped watching it. I wouldn't let the kids watch it after they went into this whole thing. You know, this time the monsters are real. Uh, and they started doing things about... Oh, it's almost like Huggy Wuggy, talking sounds ab- like. Well, they were talking about Wicca. Oh, really? And how Wiccan okay. is... But these are these are good witches, and right, they're just sure. people that are yeah. misunderstood. Now, this was in Scooby-Doo. Yeah. So if you're watching Scooby-Doo with your kids or your grandkids, you better make sure you're watching the right ones. Uh, and so now they've taken it a step further, and uh, and we've got this going on. So, man, I don't know what I think about that. I don't. I don't like it. I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not crazy about what it. What happened to those simple either. times? It was fine, Mr. Sims, mm-hmm. and I bet he's in that ancient village. There she yep. is, the That's bisexual. A place for ghosts. Oh, who wants to find an old haunted village? No. Oh. oh, yes, you do. Like, no way. And that was, and that oh, was, um, and I just loved it. And Shaggy was uh, Casey Kasem, right? I mean, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> oh, he did both of them. I think oh, he did. Okay. I All think right. he did. I got you. Uh, one more right. uh, delivery dot driver or drivers for the company on track mm-hmm. has been going viral for throwing packages at homes on the foothills east of Clovis, a city in Fresno. Huh. One homeowner said he had three packages delivered to their house within a week. Right. Uh, shoes, a birdhouse, and expensive makeup. Said he de- try- decided to check the security cameras. Just to when, see what's happening? Yeah, because they were like in really weird places. Right. Oh, and all three. Oh, it's just wherever they land. He's just chucking them. Oh, my God. He's just like, yeah. Wow. The driver just lazily chucks the packages out the window and drives off. Wow. In one video, doesn't even bother to get out of the car, just throws it out the window. Mm-hmm. Homeowner said he contacted on track about the situation. <laughs> said the supervisor would call him back in a couple of hours. Right. That didn't happen. Big shock. <laughs> yeah. Their quality control is lacking. <laughs> uh, this story, of course, coming as the holiday season. Yeah, it's right around the corner. Is picking up. Wow. Um, last week, more packages uh, are they're going to be circulating through the mail. Last month, about. Uh, we're seeing a lot more emboldened porch pirates in Fresno. Oh, boy. They were seeing stealing packages worth around $1,300. Have you seen that guy? They're recommending you insure this year. Have you seen the guy that does stuff to the boxes? 
I mean, he's like a genius. Oh yeah, yeah. And he, he he's puts like the video a, in him, and, and he does, and and they smoke, and people that the cameras stink bombs. Yeah, and that people are running out of their house and they're bleeping every other word. Yeah, and, I, uh, I do enjoy watching those. And and then they throw them in the dumpster, and then this guy retrieves them and he cleans it up and reloads it right. for the next. Because they're porch pirates that steal these they're things. They're stealing things yeah. that they shouldn't be stealing. Yeah. And they're so excited until they open it. Right. <laughs> Guys, we'll be back tomorrow. Look forward to spending Friday with you. Yeah. Friday funnies. No doubt about it. Make today awesome. I look forward to it. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Weather temperatures are going to take a dip this weekend. You might want to work on getting those sweaters and... Uh, I'll be doing that today. Sweat pants and sweat shirts out. That's how we live through the winter. That's one way to save money. We keep our temperatures pretty low because we we dress we dress up during winter time anyway so good to have you today thanks for being here our show will be up on soundcloud in just a little bit go to soundcloud type in the morning jam on vtrn and today's date and you'll catch janet's five and dine and then the interview that we did with robert Plautus from truckers parade against cancer go to truckersparade.com for more information that's this saturday